Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Today's podcast is going to take the format of an introduction to the Cannabis Investor Forum, which is going to be taking place on the 24th of October in the City of London. We've done a series of interviews with some of the speakers that are going to be speaking and and joining panels on the day at the Cannabis Investor Forum. And we're going to be touching on subjects such as the legalities of medicinal cannabis. We're going to be looking at the politics of cannabis here in the UK, as well as speaking to some of the entrepreneurs and businesses that are really pushing the sector forward. So we're going to start off today with the CEO of Eco Equity. That's John Paul Duran. We caught up with him a couple of weeks ago. They're operating in Zimbabwe. They have a operation there which is just getting underway. They've been operating a private capital raise here in the UK and they will be speaking at the Cannabis Investor Forum that's coming up on the 24th. Thank you very much. Hello, so today we have with us the CEO of EcoEquity, John Paul. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for speaking to me. Fantastic. So EcoEquity are a UK-based cannabis company. Um, They're going to be at the Cannabis Investor Forum. It's coming up in October. Uh, So John Paul, could you just give us a brief introduction into EcoEquity and what you guys do? Yes, EcoEquity is a pharmaceutical company producing medicinal cannabis out of Zimbabwe uh, and looking to export into Europe. Um, Really, really exciting times. Um, A lot of noise around the sector at the moment and um, we're we're certainly excited by the potential. Um, We highlighted Zimbabwe as a region. First and foremost, I was born there. Came to the UK when I was when I was six, so I've got a close affinity to the country and uh, certainly a lot of love for the country. Um, mm-hmm. We began the journey in earnest, I would say, sort of middle of last year, and um, began to try and understand if it was possible to obtain a medicinal cannabis license. And um, what we found was the. Zimbabwean government have put in an extremely diligent and stringent process in terms of acquiring a license which thankfully we uh, managed to navigate successfully and um, we're, we're now in the process of you know, preparing our facility and um, really starting to establish ourselves as uh, the primary entity certainly in Zimbabwe and uh, I dare say in Africa. Fantastic. So, as you mentioned there, you you set up last year and it's a very fast-growing industry. Where do you see it personally going in the next three years in terms of the UK and maybe Europe? I think certainly um, there will be a lot more regulation. Uh, I think a lot of the noise that is surrounding cannabis at the moment will dampen down. Uh, Just to give you uh, an example, of course, I'm from a from a finance background, and middle of last year, the clamour in the city was surrounded around obtaining licences, uh, and that that noise is certainly quietened down. And um, people who did have or do have the ability to acquire licences and execute uh, projects uh, are the ones that are moving forward. 
uh, as with eco-equity. Uh, I think moving forward, um, I'd love to see medicinal cannabis made widely available in the UK for people that desperately need it. Uh, I think you know we are going to undertake uh, a lot of testing in terms of uh, the medicinal impacts that the plant can have for various ailments, uh, and I think that is the right way to go. For me, you've got a lot of products that uh, are not consumer ready, consumer safe, and I think as a whole the industry needs to uh, streamline itself to make sure that you know our primary objective is to provide good quality alternative forms of medicine to, to people that require it and I think you know if everybody was singing off the same hymn sheets and wanted to adhere to certain practices in terms of you know producing the best quality produce and that starts with you know different regulatory bodies, your, your, your good manufacturing practices, good agricultural practices, etc., which, of course, EcoEquity will be um, acquiring those accreditations uh, along the way and making sure that we produce something that is, you know, top shelf and consumer ready. Fantastic. So, obviously, a very fast-growing industry. Where do you see the opportunities for EcoEquity in particular and whereabouts in the supply chain with that fits? I think at the moment we're, you know, a, a small cog in a very big wheel. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy to say that we're, we're not trying to change the industry or, you know, be flag bearers. What we are trying to do is make sure that we execute on our business plan. Uh, first and foremost, we have a, a duty of care to uh, our investors uh, and also uh, our ideology. And our ideology is to, you know, benefit uh, any location that we enter into. First and foremost, our, our primary facility in Zimbabwe. We've got a, a huge corporate social responsibility uh, to maintain, and that is to, to try and make sure that some of the proceeds um, are filtered into the local community, which is very, very important to me, being from Zimbabwe. and um, we, We'd love to make a difference, albeit a small difference, but a difference nonetheless. And um, I think our place is to ensure that um, we we follow um, the SOPs that have been put into into place by our our consultants and by the management team, and uh, to deliver on on the business model, and that is to produce um, high quality medicinal cannabis. And uh, from from there, I think we'd, we'd like to have you know the business model fully vertically integrated, so that we can go from seed to sale. Um, the business model at this stage is, you know, B to C. Um, we will be supplying uh, other licensed, med medically licensed companies, uh, pharma companies throughout Europe. But the ultimate goal is um, for us to be B to C and uh, get get that brand awareness and be known for, you know, key facets, quality, uh, being being one of them. Okay, fantastic. So you mentioned there. Um, you, you've obviously got some investors there, so you've undergone a fundraising round. How have you found the environment in London? There's been very few IPOs, and there's obviously some in the pipeline that, uh, that are going through. You obviously did a, a private round, but how have you found the uptake and the sort of environment for raising capital with cannabis? I think um, it's it's filled with, with risk. Um, you're, you're dealing with a sector that is extremely, extremely new. 
Uh, of course, the, it's got the you know negative connotations attached to it from from the recreational side, which I think you know are unfounded. Um, for us, we you know decided to you know raise capital in house, um, giving away equity in the company, and um, we, we've been very very fortunate that um, our investors um, believe in in the project as as do we, and you know we. We had the ability to, you know, pursue a market listing, but for me, you know, let's let's not run before you walk. And what we wanted to do was prove that the model works. You know, the full 360 cycle, prove that we can we can grow good quality produce, export it, um, and command a, a fair market price for it as well. And once that's been done, we can start looking at. Um, generating you know further returns for our investors by uh, an IPO and I think for us initially it's you know our investors will see strong dividends um, of the proceeds of each each harvest and uh, that's that's where we are I think looking at the way the the finance side of the industry is uh, structured at the moment uh, you've got you know, large companies um, acquiring licenses globally, are, are they going to utilize them? Uh, or is that just uh, uh, a market cap inflation exercise? You know, that's you know, not, not for me to decide, but um, I think, you know, there are a lot of entities looking to jump on the bandwagon and um, sniff a, a financial opportunity and that the finances are clear to see. There's, there's going to be a lot of money made in this sector, but that's not our primary focus. Our primary focus is is to deliver um, on our business model, on our business plan, and you know, I think what can be lost in translation through the noise of finance is we are here to produce an alternative form of medicine, um, and you know, I think that needs to be the main focus. Uh, it shouldn't be an exercise to see who, at the end of the day, has got the um, the largest largest balance sheet. It should be a case of you know who is providing you know the best quality produce and um, affecting as many people positively as possible. Okay, fantastic. So you obviously mentioned there that there's lots of companies buying up licenses mm. um, here in Europe, uh, obviously South America. As we mentioned previously, you mentioned previously, your license currently is in Zimbabwe. What are the main advantages of operating in Zimbabwe? I think for for us, it's having an intimate understanding of the region for, for obvious reasons. Um, as, I, as I've said previously, I was born there and you know, I've still got family there. Um, our, our managing director on the ground is actually my brother and he's got a, uh, an intimate knowledge of you know the working terrain in Zimbabwe and um, is held in extremely high regards. Uh, you look at you know the the climate and Zimbabwe is of course uh, notorious for uh, agriculture you know one of the largest tobacco exporters globally and um, has extremely fertile land. Um, of course cost of production is is cheaper than you know North America cheaper than Europe um, and I think that will allow us to um, execute and deliver, you know, high quality produce, but also have the ability to, you know, filter some of the capital that we, you know, that, that we make through this process into the local community. Um, we've, you know, identified other regions um, where, where we think we can execute and add value. Um, a from uh, a business perspective and, and grow um, 
really, really strongly, uh, but also where we can have an impact on the local community. Okay, fantastic. So there's obviously a lot going on with EcoActive at the moment, um, having established last year. If someone's looking at EcoActive, what would you say the next big milestones are, so looking over the next 12 to 24 months? The next 12 to 24 months are extremely exciting for us. Um, we will have our flagship operation in Zimbabwe fully operational uh, by the end of uh, Q1, I say tentatively, possibly roll into Q2, and that's um, a 10,000 square meter, you know, high spec um, greenhouse, you know, coming over from Holland, and you know, we we we're pushing to have you know the highest accreditation in terms of GMP um, qualification for for the facility to make sure that you know we're, we're working within the, the right parameters to, to execute in our delivery model to Europe. So once we've got you know the first model operational and, and producing and um, we're, we're happy and comfortable with it, we, we may look to extend uh, to you know, a second greenhouse uh, and replicate, but also we uh, are in discussion at the moment for, for a second license in, in Antigua, um, actually flying out uh, on the 5th of October and we're, we're very, very confident that we'll be able to execute again in that region. Um, so really, really exciting and uh, I'm looking forward to the journey and the growth of EcoEquity and um, just, just, just grateful for the support that we're receiving at present. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, John Paul, for, for speaking with us today. So as I mentioned previously, John Paul's going to be joining us for the Cannabis Investor Forum on the 24th of October, so we look forward to having you then, and thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.